It's Danzig right here on your classic metal show with How the Gods Kill. They've, uh, the gods have, uh, plagued us with the virus, taking out the weak. That one going out by request to Matt. There you go, Matt. Enjoy. <laughs> How the gods kill, pal. They kill you with a virus. That's right. A virus that half the people think are fake. Yeah. <laughs> well, the people who are under uh, enforcement from this virus. Yeah. The uh, the martial law has started. I hear that in what, New York? Yeah. Well, this is in Honolulu. Okay. Uh, Honolulu police have issued 70 citations and made two arrests for violating the stay-at-home orders put in place to to try and slow down the coronavirus, with most of those people cited in public parks after ignoring officers' instructions to leave. Well... Now on my on my phone on my iPhone uh twice this week I got this emergency message from uh the lesbian uh mayor of Chicago Lori okay. Light Lori Lightfoot that says all public beaches pat, you know uh walking trails bike trails riverfront uh you know trails they're all closed until further notice yeah, pal. Don't be going outside and walking on the trails because you're an infected, you know, infected being. Yeah, just go to work and keep spreading it around each other, but don't spread it out on the trail. Exactly. So I got those, those uh, you know, like amber alerts <laughs> yeah. on my phone. Beep, beep, beep. I, I've, I've been getting those those from the mayor of Twinsburg. Hey, everyone, this is Ted Yates. Just want to give you an update. And he does his read like he's, like, broadcasting a baseball game. This is Mayor Ted Yates of Mayor of (laughs) Yeah. Just, like, give you all a a heads up about what's going on in your lovely city regarding the coronavirus. Fucking idiot. We know what's going on, dickhead. Newsflash, dude. Everyone in Twinsburg has a television. Yes. I think we know what's going on. We don't need your dumbass calling. Mm-hmm. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Just go a dick. Well, I, I got those. I got those emergency alerts this week, and uh, say, saying stay off the beachfront, stay off the riverfront, stay off the bike paths. Yeah, pal. <laughs> that, that part I don't understand. It's like so you're not even allowed to go outside. Stay in your house. Yeah, you're not even allowed to walk on the bike trail. Yeah, no. But if you work for DoorDash, you can go house to house spreading the shit. Yeah, I guess you can. <laughs> Apparently so. Of course. The, the whole theory that, that we're somehow changing anything when you still have... Okay, assuming that this thing is is a full-blown thing, which I'm kind of 50-50 on. Yeah. Assuming it's real. Okay. You have everybody locked into their house. Fair enough. It's real. You got to keep everybody away from it, whatever. But every business that sells any kind of anything is now doing delivery. Yeah. And what? They're secretly immune to it? 
Yeah, their delivery it, guy isn't uh, putting his germs on the package that he brings to your door. Or the fucking jizz ball making $8 an hour that's cooking the food. Or the, you know, the guy at the gas station that takes your money for gas. Or the person at the drive-up window at, at wherever, McDonald's or whatever. You know, the, the 50 McDonald's, how many people do you think it takes to run a McDonald's? Ten? It's hard to say. I maybe, At least five? Yeah, at least five. I would say okay. at least five, yeah. So you got five chances of them having the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And here's another newsflash. Wearing a fucking hairnet isn't going to stop it from getting on your double quarter pounder. Well, that's the whole thing. I, I see, you know, I've seen people wearing gloves and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that, like that virus won't live on the surface of a rubber glove. No, of course not. It's sanitized. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah. And people won't take, they won't take the package that the person with the glove is wearing in their bare hands and open it up and eat it. Yeah. Fuck out of here with this nonsense. Yeah. If it's meant to kill us all, then we're all fucking dead. Yeah. But, so just but, stop pretending. Well, here, here's the thing, you know, and I, and again, I, I, the, the hysteria I get, I get the fact that this is a very contagious thing, mm -hmm. but, but the, the, the fact of the matter is, is less than 1% of the people who get this are going to, it's 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 the mortality rate is less than one percent right less than one percent everybody Constant. you might get you might get sick and you might you know have some symptoms of it but it's mm -hmm. less than one percent of the people who who are going to perish from this and those are people who are already in a compromised position yeah not to be a cruel dick but isn't that the cost of doing business at this point i think you know, there's there's 1% of the people that'll die in car crashes. Well, again, I, and again, this is what Mark Levin was saying this week. Well, what about the people with cancer? What about the people with heart disease? What about the people who, as you just said, a car crash? You know, what about the people who, uh, you know, pass away every year from just the common flu? Yeah. People what don't count? Well, again, it's just like, how come we're not? you know, uh, crying pandemic for those people because, yeah. because the chances, the chances of people dying from something other than the coronavirus is way higher, right? Way higher. It is, of course. You know, so again, it's not that it's not a serious thing because it is, but it's not as, it's not like it's killing millions of people. No. Nah. And if it does, it does. Yeah. But, but again, it, it's unfortunately the weakest of the weak. That would be the elderly people with compromised immune systems, things mm -hmm. like that. But normal everyday healthy people who pretty much live healthy existence. If you yeah. do contract it, chances are you'll, it'll run through your system and you'll be done with it before you know it. Yeah. And there'll be, there'll be some healthy people that'll die too. That just happens. It's just like with the regular flu. Mm -hmm. The regular flu, you get people that are normally healthy and they die. But, but, the, but the, but the banning people from walking on trails and beachfronts. Well, are you, are, I'm surprised that people are still trying to conform to this. It's been two weeks. I'm really surprised that people haven't started back to, you know, 
going around and doing what they do. Aren't you? A little bit, but but again, the at least from what I understand, this virus is um, contracted through human contact, right? You know, whether it's sneezing, coughing, being in direct contact with other people. So if you wanted to jog on a trail, right? What what's the harm? Or ride your bike. Since people are at home, they're out there riding their bikes. The weather's getting nice. Yeah. It's like, what's the harm? So you're shutting down the beachfronts and you're shutting down the walking trails because what? Somebody might sneeze on you. Hey, you better just get Peloton. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I, I get the, I get the whole large gathering thing. I get that part, Mm -hmm. but, but you can't go out there and ride your bike on a bike trail no you might leave some virus trail that gets kicked up by the next bike rider all right (laughs) again i i don't get that part it's just like uh, how many people are gathering on the beaches in the middle of march yeah not many maybe in florida yeah but but this is this is chicago this is the chicago mayor issuing this order oh you know she don't know any better. Yeah, again, it's just like, so how many people are gathering on the lakefront of Lake Michigan in Chicago in the middle of March? Well, you expect her to know something. She doesn't even know that she's supposed to like Dick. <laughs> well, again, I, I found that interesting. It's just like, okay, yeah, I, I see limiting gatherings of 10, 15, 20, 100 people, whatever the number is. Mm-hmm. But one-on-one as an individual jogging on a trail or riding your bike or walking along the beachfront, yeah, what's the harm? Well, I don't know. But, again, the fact that this keeps other people away from me, it's welcome. <laughs> All right. Arrests were made at a park in Waipau. I think that's how you say it. I couldn't. And another in Kaneo. And Hawaii County Police also reported arresting and charging a Kalua Kona woman early today for violating the state stay-at-home order. Violating the order is a misdemeanor offense punishable by fines up to $5,000 and a year in jail. Wow, that doesn't sound like a misdemeanor to me. Five grand. (laughs) Yeah, five grand. Jesus. The uh, police department uh, planned to establish checkpoints around the island starting this morning to enforce the stay-at-home orders issued by Governor David Eig and the uh, Mayor Derek Kawankubababa, whatever. Right. So so here, is this martial law? Give me your papers! Yeah. No, would you consider that martial law? Uh, It's pretty close. Yeah, where, where are you going? What are you doing out here? How come you're out of your house? We told you to stay in, pal. Yeah. Going to issue I mean, you a ticket. Couldn't couldn't you just let everybody live their life in Hawaii, but just not let any flights or boats in? You would think. Whatever's on the island would just die there. Yeah, you would think. You're isolated. Yeah, I mean, the, the disease would stop. As long as you don't let anybody out. Or let anybody in. Yeah, they're in Australia. Just fucking don't let anybody in or out of those two places and you kill it in two major major places exactly 
It is urgent that our community respond to this pandemic and comply with these orders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the chief of police said in a written announcement uh, of the checkpoints, if this isn't taken seriously, our small island healthcare system will not be able to withstand the community spread of this virus. Please stay at home and do your part for the well-being of our community. The, okay. the Honolulu mayor uh, said there's no immediate plans to run similar checkpoints in Ojai. And Hawaii Island Police Chief also said that the checkpoints would uh, not be practical on his island. A checkpoint. Checkpoint. Yeah. <laughs> the Kauai checkpoints uh, were designed to limit people's movements to control the spread of the virus. And Caldwell said each island has taken a different approach to enforcing the orders, limiting the movements of residents based on specific circumstances for each county. Yeah, great. We're watching you, pal. Yeah, pal. Where are you going? Is this a necessary trip for you? Is there a reason you're out of your house? Are you allowed in your backyard? I don't know. You know, that's that's a question. You allowed in your backyard at all? Again, I don't understand why you're not allowed outside. Yeah. Whatever. Where's the meteor when we need it? <laughs> Kauai is a small island. There's basically one road around the island. It's easy to do checkpoints because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oahu has almost a million people. There are many different roads, and we have a limited number of police officers who are out there every day making sure that the laws are followed and that there are additional pressures on them now. They're out there enforcing and warning people to comply, and what I hear from the chief is that they are complying. So to add to this to their uh, responsibilities right now, given the other challenges that they face, is not something we're considering. Yeah. Well, I can tell you from spending a little time in, in the military in, in Hawaii, this is a big problem for Hawaiian people because there ain't shit to do there but go to the beach. Right, of course. There's nothing else to do in Hawaii. When I was when I was uh, TDY at Schofield Barracks, holy fuck, it was the most boring. I, I was so excited when we <laughs> went to Hawaii. I was like, this is going to be the fucking best. Yeah, We're gonna I'm going go to Hawaii. Hawaii. It's beautiful here. It's going to be great. Lots of fucking half-naked chicks. And, <laughs> you know, it's going to be fantastic. Get to fucking Schofield Barracks, which is the, the base that they had there. And it was like nothing to do. Just nothing. The only thing to do was to get in a car and drive to the beach. And it was like, okay, now I'm at the beach. Now what? That wore off after like 30 minutes. And I had two fucking weeks to sit around and do nothing. Right. It was probably the most boring time ever. And I, I never understood the appeal of Hawaii. Yeah, there's big waves. Okay. That's fucking great for a day. Now what do you do? Drink out of a fucking turned over coconut? <laughs> Whoopee. Hawaii stinks. <laughs> he added that. We'll look at everything and anything to make sure that people are being safe, that they're making good judgments on 
where they should be and when, and that they're practicing social distancing. Everyone should be taking everything. Government is asking of them extremely serious in order to really pound down the spread of the virus. Gotta pound it down. That's what it says. Pound down. What is it? A drinking game? I guess. Gonna pound down the virus. Or either that or a banging game. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> gonna pound it down. I'm gonna pound you down. Pound you down in pound town. Uh, Ferrari said that 43-year-old Carissa Glend was arrested about 6 a.m. today for a violation of a protective order in connect- connection with a childy- child custody dispute. And police added on the uh, misdemeanor charge of a violation of the governor's emergency proclamation. It's not that we went out looking for it, but because this person was arrested for another crime and they're where they're not supposed to be, we added Mm -hmm. that as a second charge, he said. Right. Not only did you abuse a child, but you're not even supposed to be here, so we're going to get you for that, pal. Yeah, extra charge. (laughs) And did you sneeze? Hate crime. Right. Well, I did I did hear that this week that uh, some guy uh like at a Walmart or something. Yeah. He like sneezed or coughed on a woman, I guess she was annoying him or something. Right. And then he said he had the coronavirus and he got arrested for terrorist charges. Yeah, no, I think it was a woman. It was a woman and she pretended to sneeze on the fruit and vegetables and they arrested her. Well, this guy sneezed or coughed directly on somebody and said, "I got coronavirus and they he got arrested." Nice. Good. For for domestic terrorism. Fuck him, stop being an idiot. <laughs> and so, the same with the lady, they had to throw away all that fucking produce. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was like $60,000 worth of produce so, or something. So some crazy amount. I still would have eaten it. I'd have been like those fucking like those guys in the Tiger King. Just load it in my truck. I'll wash it yeah, off first. Yeah, of course. Just wash it. Just wash it off. I mean, who who fucking eats the fruit from a Walmart and doesn't wash it off? Exactly. Just a bunch of fucking yahoos scratching their ass and then grabbing <laughs> the fucking potatoes or whatever. So dumb. Awful. Well, this uh, coronavirus is uh, is affecting the transgenders. Oh, well, that's tragic. <laughs> Speaking of transgender, I, I know you don't have HBO. I don't. But the, but this this season of um, Curb. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Larry David is just a fucking genius. <laughs> he is. Th- this season of Curb is just absolutely fantastic. Right. And he featured or or invited Chastity Bono oh God. on the show. Okay. And her, his role was being a transgender. Yeah. And the fact that she, quote unquote, acquired a extremely large wang. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And because she had such a big dick, yeah, she was knocking things over with it. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's hilarious. <laughs> so he made a joke out of being a transgender. He should be killed for that. I know, but Chastity Bono played along with it. Is it Bono or Boner? No, it's, it, well, she she goes by Chaz now. Chaz Boner? Yeah, exactly. But it's fucking hysterical that, that uh, she's ruining things or causing accidents because her dick is so big. The fuck is she running into lamps and shit? Well, yeah, well, she like like Larry had a had a watch, and he had it on the counter, and she knocked it off with her big dick and broke the broke the lens on. <laughs> was she walking around naked with the by the counter? Well, it was in a it was in the uh, tennis club dressing room. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's just funny how he just formulates this whole story. You think those fake dicks still smell like pussy? Uh, well, again, I, I don't even know if that's even possible. Again, I, how, how do you make a working dick out of nothing? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I obviously I, I have no idea. But my point is, is that the storyline is that, well, I went transgender. So I went with the big dick. <laughs> the hell? Only Larry David could get away with such things. I know. And it was funny. It was just hysterical. (laughs) It's great. But anyway, transgender individuals are experiencing enormous stress and disappointment. Oh, poor babies. Over the fact that the coronavirus has delayed their quote unquote life saving gender affirming surgeries due to the massive influx of infected patients. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. You know what? Find somebody that has the coronavirus, hook a thing to their mouth and fucking gas these people with their breath. Right. Just make them keep breathing it in until they die. Jesus Christ, are you fucking kidding me? Because get you off. contracted the coronavirus, there's no hospital bed for me to get a new cock. Just go away. There's bigger things to worry about than your fucking need for a dick. Jesus <sighs> Christ. People are so selfish with their fucking causes. I know. Fucking idiots. Well, this this is what causes people to loathe people like that. <laughs> you know, because of that, because of the selfishness. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. So I, I'm listening. All right. To, to go on here, the trans community on Reddit and Twitter. Well, at least at least you got all the, the people that matter. Right. People Reddit and Twitter. Right. Are being flooded with reports of postponed and canceled surgeries in the uh, U- babies in the U.S. and the U.K., Spain, Thailand, and else- elsewhere, uh. leading to enormous di- distress. <laughs> enormous distress. Yeah, enormous. It's enormous uh, because they're disappointed. Yeah, they are. They can't get their surgeries. Damn it. These poor people. Never mind the people that are like 
sitting around with a bad heart yeah. because two can't get their open heart surgery or their clearing of a blockage or anything, you know, that, that they need to save their life. The trannies are upset that they can't get that new dick they need. Exactly. Go fuck yourselves. Well, they you would, but they don't have a dick to do it. Just a bunch of selfish cocksucking fucks. Admit you're gay and deal with it. Jesus. <laughs> Vice went on to call the delays in gender surgeries due to the global uh, coronavirus crisis life-threatening to transgender individuals, though it's unclear exactly how refraining from removing one's genitalia endangers the individual. Well. <laughs> wow. These people do not make it easy to fucking support their causes, do they? Disappointed! <laughs> I mean, dude, I don't want to hate on gay people. I don't. I honestly don't. I, you know, if that's what makes them happy, then that's what makes them happy. But when you get this kind of shit, it's like you make it so easy to hate you. Yeah. And, and I have no problem hating them now because of this kind of bullshit. You know what? Stop thinking that you're more important because you have some fucking one tenth of 1% of the population need go away. There's a lot of people that are going through a lot more than you are right now, you fucking jizz moppers. <laughs> Almost. God damn, man. Further delays can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Really? How? Research How exactly dangerous? Research has suggested that gender-affirming surgery in particular has a notable and long-term impact on mental health, but far yeah. too often trans people already wait far longer than is safe or healthy for this care. Then you know what? Find yourself a backroom doctor to do it. Seriously, find yourself a backroom doctor to do it. I'm sure there's one out there. Don't you think there's some guy in a fucking, you know? Well, there, there's there, there's doctors willing to go out there with and perform abortions in the back room. Why not uh, lop off your dick? Yeah, or add one. <laughs> I mean, holy fuck. An addict. Yeah, perform an addictomy. Yeah. <laughs> Use it. It's a special procedure. Exactly. Despite the fact that the international travel has ground to a halt, entire cities are locked down. The global economy is deteriorating and in Italy is struggling to cremate its dead bodies. Damn. Vice thinks that transgender surgeries are a top priority. Sure are. <laughs> Get in line, transgender folks, because the rest of the world is experiencing enormous stress and <laughs> disappointment. Yes. Disappointed. They're 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 experiencing enormous stress and disappointment too. Okay. <laughs> Not in this. There's no disappointment at all in this. No one cares. Except for that one one hundredth of one percent that actually want this shit go away with your fucking self-important need jizz bags 
God. It's all about me, man. Just let me die, Lord. Just let me die. I do not want to be anymore for this shit. Uh, oh my God. I hate these fucking people. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Do a search for what will make Chris's head explode this week. Is that your Google search? No, no. The search is basically being conducted by the ta- Texas national guard. who are going door to door to question oh. who has made contact with a coronavirus victim. Oh, good. Seems like a seems like a good use of their time. Yeah. The tax the Texas National Guard is reportedly going door to door in Dallas to see who may have come in contact with a coronavirus patient. Oh good. People are what gonna be honest. <laughs> According to KXAN, the Texas mm-hmm. National Guard on Friday went on a medical mission in Dallas neighborhoods to ascertain who may have come in contact with a certain coronavirus victim. Hey, do you know Bill Smith? <laughs> Did you touch him? Yeah. Did you kiss him this week? Did he sneeze on your ass? Did you lick his bunghole? <laughs> Dallas County Judge Clay Jakins. I'm just going to call him Judge Aiken. Judge Aiken. Uh, ordered the National Guard deployment across Dallas which is currently under a shelter-in-place lockdown order as a way to figure out who may have contracted the virus without people having to leave their homes. Good. This comes after President Trump signed the executive order authorizing the defense secretary to activate the National Guard and reserves to assist in the coronavirus response. Good. Today, the president signed an executive order authorizing Secretary Esper to order units and individual members in the National Guard and the reserves and certain individual ready reserves to actively do to active duty to augment forces for the effect for the effective response to the corona outbreak. Pentagon spokesman Jonathan Hoffman said in a statement on Friday As this is a dynamic situation, we do not currently have a projected number of expected uh, activations, but the department is now fully authorized to make activations as needed, and we will provide updates as they become available. Good. Can't wait. So they're going door to door now. Smart. (laughs) Not a waste of time at all. Not at all. No, not even a little. There you go. Great. Thanks for that. Glad you enlightened my day with that fucking story of stupidity. Yeah. So the transgenders are upset and the National Guard is hunting down people who may have come in contact with a coronavirus victim. Right. As they should, of course. Yeah. These are very important groups of people. Yeah. These things are getting crazy out there. Uh, Getting. Dude, every week we say it can't get worse. Can't get worse. And every week it does. What's next? Fucking aliens? Is that next? Next week they're going to say, well, this was caused by fucking a, a lunar lander from from Pluto. I, I, that, that's about where we're at, isn't it? That's all that's left. Pretty close. <sighs> stinks. It just stinks. <laughs> stinks. I don't like it. I hate it. Hate everything about it. 
these days. Just keep those guns loaded. Don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry about that. That. Look. Got mine right here, pal. There you go. I'm always, I, I carry it around with me everywhere now. <laughs> Even in the house. From the bedroom, oh, from the bedroom to the studio, I have my my iron strapped on. You don't know who's going to come come looking and break through a window or whatever, trying to get food or whatever. Sure. If they do, they're going to they're gonna end up way dead. <laughs> because I'm going to fucking kill them. It's that simple. You know, that's that's the world we're in now. I mean, what good is having it if you don't have it close? That's true. You know, that's the way I'm looking at it. Why wouldn't you have it if you're not going to have it ready to do its damage? That's what it's for. Is if somebody comes in and tries to fuck with my with my family, it's going to be a short fucking with. <laughs> I got a text from Taylor. You know, the Italians should contact the Germans on how to burn bodies. <laughs> the Germans had several years of experience between 1939 to 1945 to perfect that. They did know how to do it. That mm-hmm. is for sure. Mm-hmm. And they were able to get what? Five, five, six million. Yeah. At least they at, did that in what, a couple of years at, for at, them, at right? a minimum. Yeah. They knew how to, how to handle shit. It's always good to have somebody who is a historian scholar listening to the show. Well, it's not going to be long before they fill those fucking chemtrail planes with Zyklon B, is it? <laughs> is, that, is, it is that even a thing these days, Zyklon B? Oh, I'm sure it still works. <laughs> they haven't come up with anything more uh, effective than that? I'm sure they have. What was the shit that Saddam Hussein used when he took out that town? Yeah, it was, what, what was it, that yellow, uh, what the hell was it? Something, I don't remember what it was called, but. Cyclone beats still work, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it would work. Sure, it'd take you out. They would just have to have a lot of shower heads. Yeah, well, they do. Every house has one. <laughs> exactly. Dump it in the water. Right. Done. Exactly. Done. Everybody's stuck in their fucking house. Put it in the water. Everybody be showering with it and drinking it. And fucking dropping dead everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, worst shit could happen. Exactly. Well, speaking of the Germans and Hitler and all that shit. All right. A young Yorkshire woman and her boyfriend who worshipped Adolf Hitler (laughs) and wanted to start a race war have been convicted of terrorism charges. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. (laughs) A Hitler person was convicted of of a hate crime. Yes. (laughs) Hate charges? How can that be? Yes. And they're white, so their white privilege didn't work. Was that privilege or power? Power. White power. White power didn't work. Yes. (laughs) Alice Cutler, 23, um, of Sowery Bridge, even entered a Miss Hitler alternative beauty competition. Who's running this? Did she win? And shared an obsession for guns and knives with her partner, Mark Jones. Mm, well, sound like a lovely couple so far. Yeah. The pair were found guilty of being members of the band far right group national action after a retrial at a Birmingham crown court. I guess this is in England. Uh, you're not allowed to be in that party. Apparently not. Mm. They were convicted alongside an. 
if no one's allowed to be in it, how does it exist? Well, it's secret. Oh, is it? Okay. It's a secret society. Is it run by Eric Ferentinos? I think so. Eric and Steven running this, this secret society? They they are. <laughs> they were convicted alongside another two young men that would be Gary Jack, not Terry Jack, but Gary Jack. Nothing wrong with some Terry Jack. 24 from uh, Birmingham and Connor Scothern, 19 from Nottingham. Mm. A fifth defendant, Daniel Ward, pleaded guilty to being a member of the national action before the trial got underway. Sky News was given a rare and exclusive access to the counterterrorism investigation as detectives arrested 29-year-old Ward at his family home in Birmingham. When told he was being arrested under the Terrorism Act, he said mm-hmm. to the officers, that's nuts. <laughs> Well-informed response. Right. But the authorities have described him as a dangerous individual who supported violent action. Yeah. On uh, the 19th of October, uh, Ward sent an email to the National Action's contact address. He said he was a white Englishman from Birmingham and considered himself a fanatical in his beliefs. Wow. He went on to say, we are at war and it's time for me to fight for my children's future and the future of our people. I am white power. Exactly. I'm 100% committed and genuine. All I have to offer is my thirst for gratuitous violence. Jesus. Well, he didn't want to get away with this at all, did he? No. <laughs> well, he was among comrades, so, you know, he wasn't expecting anybody to be over, you know, hearing his conversation. But they did. Yeah. If I uh, can be of any help to you guys, I'm in. Cool. Throughout the investigation, he failed to cooperate with the detectives and refused repeatedly to answer their questions about finally pleading guilty at a pretrial hearing last year. My goodness. The Birmingham trial is the last of the three connected trials brought against members of the National Action who continue their involvement with the far-right group after it was outlawed by the then-home security Amber Rudd. Mm -hmm. The jury of the Birmingham court was told how Alice Cutter met Mark Jones uh, through their involvement with the group. Mm-hmm. The couple began a relationship and moved in together. Cutter was said to be a significant force within the national action uh, circles and her views on ethnic cleansing, particularly okay. of Jews, were well. said to have made her an ideal national action banner carrier. Right. She was described as a central spoke in the national action wheel. She's a spoke in the wheel. Good for her. In a private one-to-one chat with one of the group's leaders, Cutter described a game of football in which the ball was a Jew's decapitated head so that, Mm -hmm. in her words, he got a good kicking every time. Well. As it became clear that national action would be banned, uh, Cutter panicked and messaged Jones I suggest you get your ass home as soon as possible and make sure everything is wiped. 
no way to truly clean up my iPad or my iPhone. <laughs> Jesus. However, she she said she was uh, going to, let's see. However, she was said to be a continuing linchpin of the organization after it was banned and even collected the prison addresses of national action members who were on uh, remand for serving prisoners during a serving prisoners so that others could stay in touch with them. Oh, well, that's convenient. In one message to her boyfriend, she wrote, I want to smack my race into reality. We are so pure and cute. Why can we not gas the fucking invaders? I'm unsure. Yeah. Who, who, who do they follow? Grand Dragon Ooze? Well, following? he's in France. Uh, this girl is in uh, England, so it's pretty close. Yeah, they're, they're disciples of his church, probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cutter had no neo-Nazi images on her phone known as the Black Sun, which or uh, originated as a mosaic in a castle acquired by SS commander Heinrich Hindler. Mm -hmm. And the words, don't worry, it's coming, and the storm is coming. The group reformed as the Triple K Mafia, a reference to the Ku Klux Klan, and referred to themselves as the neo-Nazi underground and even Adolf's top boys. Well, <laughs> these guys are, uh, can you imagine living your life just running around, this is your focus? Yeah, well, again, I was going to say the exact same thing. It's just like, how much of a difference are you going to make in this world? Yeah. You know, to the world, how many people are in the world? Seven, Bill. Yeah, something like that. So you and your little fringe group, what are you going to do? Yeah. You think you think half of those people are going to adopt your message? <laughs> no. Yeah, you know what you know what this reminds me of is remember the Blues Brothers movie obviously in the late seventies. Yeah, sure. They they ran their blues mobile through that whole Nazi march. Right. Mm -hmm. Remember, it's just like what is the point? You, yeah. you you got you got twenty or thirty people in a, you know this this obviously happened on the outskirts of Chicago. Right. You, you got 20 or 30 people who have this uh, radical belief in a city of, I don't know what Chicago is. It's a couple million. Right. You're going to make this big of a dent. And that's what, you, that's what you dedicate your existence to your life to. It's like, I hate these people. Yeah. We're going mar to march. We're going to march. Z Kyle. Yeah, Shut we're up. we're gonna hold a demonstration. Yeah, are you? Are you really? Who cares? <laughs> That's my point. And and you know the whole thing is, regardless if it's this or any other demonstration, how much of an impact does a demonstration ever have on anything? Well, they had a million women out there for that um for that pussy hat march. How'd how, that do? No, it didn't. It's my point. It's it like just, a, well, so what did that do? Didn't do shit. Yeah. Big puddle of nothing. So you had a bunch of unattractive women marching down a street, chanting uh, slogans, 
wearing a pussy hat and people yeah. went, yeah, you're, you're a bunch of losers. Get the fuck off, yeah. off my TV screen. What's on exactly. Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> That's what everybody did too. Yeah. And, See, and it's always, and it's always the, the women in these marches, they're always so unattractive. You ever notice that? Well, that's how, that's why they've, that's why they're dissatisfied. Yeah. Cause they live life alone. Yeah. Cause they're, they fucking look the part. Yeah. They, they're just always unattractive. It's like, why are you so worried about abortion? Nobody's going to fuck you anyway. Yeah, exactly. Why Don't are you worry. so worried about it? Believe me, anybody that did knock you up would be pro-abortion. Yeah. That's what I never understand. Anybody that knocked any one of them chicks up would definitely be pro-abortion. You would be fortunate if some guy wanted to stick his dick in you. Yeah. But you're so you're so ugly. It's just like why why would any guy even think, man, I'd like to fuck that ugly bitch. And and even if you did, just because it was three AM and you were drunk. <laughs> I mean I mean, let's just be real. Can you imagine waking up to this nastiness? Ugh. And or call you a week later and say, yeah, I'm knocked up. I'm going to have a baby and thinking that you're going to somehow be tied to this chick for 18 years. Oh, <laughs> nothing could make you more pro abortion than that. Right. You could be the, the, you could be against every kind of death in the world and volunteer to give her <laughs> the abortion yourself to not have to spend 18 years dealing with her A folding table and a dirty knife. I'm on my way over. <laughs> take every hanger I got in the, in the <laughs> that one of them's going to fit. It's scrambled egg time, honey. Ugh. You already had the sausage. Now, now we're going to scramble some eggs. Exactly. Yeah. Mark Jones, who was nicknamed and this, this is something you can, uh, you know, identify with. Okay. Mr. Angry. <laughs> Mr. Angry. My cousin. Had been involved with extremist politics since he was a teenager as a member of the youth wing of the British National Party alongside Jack Renshaw, who went on to plot to kill his local MP with a machete. A machete? Eddie, why not? He's out there wielding a machete in public. Yeah, well, you know, might as well. Next thing you know, he's going to get a great big old slingshot. <laughs> The trial heard uh, in May, Jones sent an image to Ben Raymond, one of the founders of the National Action. It showed, according to the prosecution, the two of them, their faces deliberately blurred in the execution room of the Buchwald concentration camp in Germany. Both men were giving the Nazi salute. Cutler told the trial... She was persuaded to enter a Miss Hitler alternative beauty competition. What does that mean? An alternative beauty competition. Mm, ugly. Again, that's what I'm wondering. To help yeah. boost the profile, of the national action. For the right. competition, Cutter posed with her face masked and adopted the name Buchenwald Princess, a reference to the Nazi concentration camp. <laughs> I mean, this, this whole culture of, of doing this, it's just, how do you, how do you live a normal existence? They, they, these people belong with the uh, Tiger King. <laughs> They're probably descendants. I mean, 
They're building their whole way of life over something that happened 80 years ago. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. She submitted a number of pictures and a description of herself as a vegan and an animal lover. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You go there, the Tiger King. Yeah, she's Tiger King. Despite the group often strange, almost comical antics at time, authorities say uh, all were extremists in their beliefs and very dangerous individuals. Well. Uh, Detective Chief Inspector Sean Edwards said, what I can say is their ambition was to prepare for a race war. Wasn't that what Charlie Manson was all about? He was. Uh, we have seen in New Zealand the effects of this ideology in terms of the attacks at the mosque where 50 people were dead. We saw the murder of Joe Cox, again inspired by right-wing terrorism, and the Finsbury Park attack where a gentleman was killed outside of a mosque in 2017. So this ideology and this ambition for a race war was manifested itself and already, and people have all... Uh, have lost their lives because of it. Oh, well. All of these uh, convicted for membership for the National Action have been young. Prosecutors said that the group have deliberately targeted those it could more easily coerce into violent extremism. Authorities warned that the threat from the far-right terrorism is continuing to grow, although Islamist extremism remains the predominant threat. Far-right groups now pose a very significant problem. Okay. Oh, the threat is real as anthrax. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck are you people doing? <laughs> Ask Phil. He would know. Yeah, this is how you spend your day in, day out life. I'm going to kill that guy. I, I, I just cannot fathom it. Fucking Jew bankers. Yeah. Why? Who cares? Yeah. Like like our friend our friend John Levin from Dawkin. Yeah. He's Jewish. What? <laughs> I didn't know that going. I'm I'm stopping the project now. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I've known John for almost twenty years now. Mm-hmm. And it never once entered my mind, hey, John's a Jew. <laughs> it's like, so what? I, now that I know that, I'm gonna have to hand him over some files and tell him to finish his project with somebody else <laughs> can't be working with a Jew but that's my point this is like and this is a problem why uh, I mean who gives a shit that's my point this is like who cares yeah I, I've I've never understood the whole the whole premise of what what they were born as or under or whatever being more important than who the fucking person is standing in front of you yeah you know, be whoever you want to be. As long as you're cool with me, I don't give a fuck what you are. Exactly. You know, you can be a fucking, you know, is if you're cool with me and you go home and fuck your toaster every night, <laughs> go ahead. I don't care. Yeah. If you're a toaster fucker, that's fine with me. If you're fucking black or Chinese or, or gay or whatever, who cares? Yeah. You know, just be cool with me. That's all I ever care about. Yeah. Enough with the fucking, well, you don't have my heritage. Well, you don't know your heritage, yeah. dick fuck. You just know what you read in some fucking book somewhere. You don't know what your fucking people did or didn't do. You know, how many times do we hear stories 
from people that we know where we were at the story. The story doesn't quite match up what you saw. So everybody's story is, is a little bit bullshit. Sure. It's just the truth of the matter. There's always the two sides of the story in the middle, which is the fucking truth of everything. Exactly. So hearing somebody's heritage, well, you're fucking, you're Jewish. So therefore you what? Squeeze pennies at the you know, <laughs> secrets? It's like, so what? So what? Who gives a shit? Is a shit so stupid? I, I I'll never understand it. I've never understood fucking discrimination. Really? Yeah. It's just dumb. Well, I've always said it. I've said it here on the show that if I have a bias against anyone, it's only because of your behavior. Right. I don't care exactly. what your nationality is. I don't care what your origin is. I don't care anything about that. But if you act like an asshole or you 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 know, are despicable in some way. Yeah. I'm going to have a bias against you, but I don't care if you're Jewish or if you're an Indian or Asian or whatever, whatever your nationality or origin is. Well, I, I go by what, how you conduct yourself. Well, Indian is a different story. No, no, (laughs) the, the Indians it's because they conduct themselves in a certain way. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, yeah, if you stop acting out like that, then uh, I have no issue with you. Yeah, exactly. Act like, here's the best way for me to respect you. Leave me alone. Yeah. That's the best way. I respect everybody that leaves me the fuck alone. Exactly. It's the best thing you can do. And I agree with Jackal. Bullshit. You hate the Indians. (laughs) No, I, I don't like how they, I don't like their culture. I don't care that they're brown people. I don't care about that. But real demon. She literally found a cartoon picture of a guy fucking a toaster. Really? <laughs> Let me see. Well, look at this. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Look at that. <laughs> All you have to do is say the word and our fans will, are on it. Unbelievable. Our fans would make the best employees because if I you make, said, you know, I need this or I need that, our our fans would be on it in a minute. I literally make a throwaway comment and it shows up two minutes later in the chat room. Yeah, there you go. Unfucking real. <laughs> wow. All right. All right, let's take a short break. Here's uh, Anthrax with some We've Come for You All. All right. You know what? We're going to go double shot of anthrax. Play okay. Killing box behind it. We'll do that. All right, cool. All right. Well, here it is. It's anthrax. We've come for you all exclusively here on your classic metal show. Hey, this is Scotty from anthrax and you're listening to the classic metal show. 